Okay. Good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Uh, sorry, I've got this button kind of buttoned up too far there. I don't want But uh, just wanted to welcome you to God's Stories. Hope you're doing good. Tuesday morning, 8 o'clock again. Hope you got your coffee. And uh, we're going to talk about some things that the Lord has uh, shown me here lately. I've had a God story here happen while I was in Louisiana. Um, and I was waking up this morning really not even thinking of what kind of God story I could uh, share. Honestly, I was thinking, I wonder if I've run out. And I realized I don't think you can ever run out of God stories if you're, if you're following the Lord. I mean, if you're following God, you know, it says that we would leave a, a trail of signs and wonders uh, behind us. And, uh, and I started thinking, man, this thing could go on forever if we continue to do these God stories every morning. Because uh, if you're walking with the Lord, you know, you're going to have encounters. You're going to have these types of things. You're going to have learnings from the Spirit of God. And of course, that's the, one of the main things that we've got to get close to is the Spirit of God. But uh, I just pray, you know, that a lot of these guys that are watching, uh, that you would encounter the Holy Spirit as well, uh, that the Holy Spirit would lead you into all truth and even help you get out of your ditches, help you strengthen you to get over your, you know, your Goliaths that keep raging in your mind, uh, that make you feel like you can't get over things. But, uh, you know, these days we, we go by feeling instead of faith and, and waiting on God to sometimes deliver us or get us over the hump. And sometimes he's waiting on you to use our strength, our strength that he's given us to overcome all things because it's our faith that overcomes the world. And, uh, Bible says so. But, uh, of course, in these days, we get taught that, you know, it's all about me and it's all about God helping me and him coming. And he will help you, but he, he helps you inside here by you partnering with him in some of the cases that we have to deal with. But we can overcome all things. And through, through Christ, nothing's impossible. And all things are possible through him. But... uh Man, slowly, the enemy of this world is really trying to take away that belief. But uh, we're trying to get it back. And uh, I just wanted to share a little bit of something that happened to me in, in uh, Louisiana. Uh, a few months ago, uh, we uh, had some great... Uh, services down there and was really just having a good time with the pastor. Uh, it's a Christian Calvary or Calvary Christian down there in Hammond, Louisiana. And great, great set of people. Uh, they were some of my favorites uh, because they were just real. And uh, I love that. I love it when you're, you're real, when you go to a place, you know, and they're just hospitable, not because you're the minister, but they really consider you family and they really take you in. And uh, that really helps some of us that, that travel. And uh, we got down there and me and Susan did a, uh, a marriage conference 
a relationship conference and for about two days, had about four sessions and it was great. And uh, we had got to minister to all the, the uh, college age uh, kids and then we ministered to high school kids and uh, that was awesome. We had all kinds of testimonies from some of the things that happened there, but lately I've, uh, we're in, where we're going, uh, lights go out, power goes out. Uh, I mean, I, I stepped into a hotel not too long ago and the, the whole hotel blew out. Uh, it was just crazy. It's, and it's a real message that the Lord's really been uh, sharing with me just about what's coming is that the power is about to go out and God's about to turn on. And, uh, but losing the, the power of man is, is really going to be tough, but it's going to really turn us back to, uh, the power of God because we've, we've gotten a lot of our strength, you know, through up here, through our minds and, uh, gotten more of our strength thinking that we've got strength through more through knowledge than through the person, uh, Christ Jesus. But all of that's about to end. A, a lot of that's about to turn off. And uh, God's about to turn on, but uh, it's going to take us repenting back to him. And the reason I say that is because, uh, you know, we get, got back into, got into, walked into the church uh, to do uh, the Sunday meeting. And man, that is just wonderful people there. And uh, I mean, it wasn't too long. The worship started and everything started up and man, it was so good. People were, you know, just clapping and we were singing and, and the whole power went out and, uh, went dark, you know, no lights, uh, no sound system, no nothing. And I just looked over at Susan and Susan just looked at me and just laughed and, uh, it stayed off for a little while and we, but we just kept singing, man. It didn't matter if, uh, because the Lord was there and we weren't going to rely on the, uh, on the sound system and the reverbs and all that stuff to make it like God, uh, man, if it's like God, it's going to be real, you know? And, uh, and everybody just kept singing and man, that was the most best time. And, and we just kept going and kept going. And then the power finally came on and, and then, uh, they had called me up there, the pastor. And, uh, I walked up there and just started teaching on the, the love of God. And it, it was good. I enjoyed, uh, the message. The Lord showed up on the message and, and, uh, that he gave me, of course, the way he uses me is, is I'll have a message and I've, man, there's no telling me PowerPoints I've got on this, <laughs> this, uh, computer that I've never used. But as I went up there, uh, you know, he, uh, changed the, the message and I just started teaching out of, I think it was Mark two about the love of God and, uh, man, the love of God showed up in such a presence, manifest presence. And we, you know, people came forward just like, you know, you normally do at church. And, but there was something particular that happened, uh, that really touched me as well. Cause I learned from a lot of these God stories, the God stories and the encounters that that God uses me in even to encounter people. They are also for me, for my learning. And I'll walk away learning something of what God, 
not only did for that person, but it's a message for me as well. And uh, they had a line of people that were up there. And, and I, I try to take my time praying for people. And I get to this one young man that's standing uh, just behind the folks. And uh, God just consumes me. And uh, I'm able to see what this young man is dealing with. He's, I see that he's tormented, kind of like the, you know, the, the man in the tomb uh, with the legions. It's not that he had legions, but he had that kind of torment going on in his head, that kind of power trying to drive him uh, to be like the enemy, crazy. And, uh, and there were several details that I saw. Even uh, the Lord, even it's the strangest thing, but the Lord allowed me to look into his room where he was actually sleeping. And there were things in his room that he needed to get out that had been carried on over that brought a lot of demonic activity into his life. There were certain things and I didn't understand. I didn't know his history. I didn't know, you know, all of his life. The Lord was just showing me that part. And I'm sure I probably didn't describe it completely in detail and be perfect because you know, we all see in part and hear in part. And, uh, but, uh, one thing I did tell him that he was being tormented by the enemy and there were voices in his head that were telling him all types of things and it was trying to lead him away from the Lord, but he could hear the voice of the spirit. And that was one of his key, uh, giftings was that he could hear in the spirit, but the enemy had got a hold of his ear to make him listen to that realm, to that place of the spirit instead of the place of the Holy Spirit. And uh, that's what uh, a lot of that happens to a lot of people. The enemy will trick them into listening what the enemy's doing or try to hear what the enemy's doing instead of what God's doing. And then they'll find themselves in torment and they're, or they'll find themselves critical about everything and they can find the enemy in anything. And, uh, that's all y'all hear Allie. She's barking at somebody probably walking by. But, uh, so he was stuck there. He was stuck. He was tormented so much so that he didn't feel like he could get out. He was enchained by the enemy. But the strange thing about God is when he speaks his word to someone, it's not just information. God uses information as a carrier of his power and his love. And he can use your tongue if you'll let go of it, because I've got this thing about once you lose the power of your mind and your mouth to hurt, God can actually use you in an open way and you'll have an open heaven constantly. But uh, that's another story, but uh, we do need deliverance for that. But um, anyway, as I was sharing these things to this young boy, it's almost like... Uh, bombs were going off into his head and you could tell he was tormented because he's had a, his facial expressions were not even uh, right. It didn't match up with his personality, but as God was speaking to him and I was sharing things about his room in details, 
his eyes started to be enlightened. He started to get this smile on his face and started smiling at me as though he could see me now. He weren't, wasn't trapped in all of the, the words and the images. Uh, I even did share images that he could see in his head and that he, he could see, but he was seeing the wrong thing. And I described some of the things that he was seeing. And as I was describing them, I was learning myself because it, it, it was a real message of how God is trying to get us out of this room and that that can bring torment and, and, and into the spirit. And you could tell that by the power of this, these words, it, the spirit was on those words and the power was on those words and it was drawing him out to be himself. And he, before it was over, he was smiling. And I didn't, you know, I didn't pray for him. All I knew was to speak what God was sharing with me. And after I finished, I said, do you understand? And I had this big smile on my face and he had a smile on his face. And he said, yes, he just, you know, did his head like that. And he was just smiling really big. And so as I went on, I, I tried to ponder what just happened because it was a real message for us to get out of our rooms, the things that have been tormenting us and allow the Lord to lead us into something else because by this boy listening to the voice of God, it was drawing him out of the voices and the torment that the enemy was doing in his life. There was total deliverance happening through that by him listening to the voice of God. Isn't that strange? Uh, deliverance is not just something that sometimes comes out of someone. Sometimes deliverance is when God delivers you out, walks you out of that room or that cage into the room of God. And you are no longer bound by the enemy, but you are bound by the covenant of Jesus Christ. And, uh, but God was giving him a jump start. And it was, I went on to pray for other people. And after it was over, the, this lady came up to me and said, I need, uh, you, you prophesied to our grandson. I think it was the grandson. And she started to tell me a story about this young man. He was, I think he was from Russia or Ukraine and he was adopted. And, uh, after he was adopted, uh, his, uh, parent, the parents didn't want to have anything to do with him after they got him. And, uh, they were, uh, I think one of them was in witchcraft and, uh, he was a part of that. He was around that. And a lot of that stuff got on him. And then after that got on him, they just threw him away and just didn't want him around, didn't want him in the house. So they were going to kick him out, put him somewhere else because he was being demonized by the atmosphere that was going on. And isn't it funny, the, the witch can even get rid of it. <laughs> but uh, so these grandparents wonderful grandparents took this Russian boy as their own and took them in their house. And she basically told me a story that he would just, there would be rages sometimes that would come on him and he would just want to destroy everything, uh, rebellious, uh, but that she knew it was abnormal, but she knew that she needed to get him to this, this meeting that I would be in. Of course, 
had nothing to do with me. It had a lot to do with what God was going to do. Evidently, this woman was hearing from the Lord. And uh, she may not have known it, but she, I'm sure she was desperate. Sometimes desperation can make you hear God too. But uh, long story short, she told me that I just knew that I was supposed to get him here. And she said, this boy, everything you said is exactly what has happened to him. And uh, when she started describing the history of this young boy, I wanted to just start tearing up because this boy had not only been demonized, but he had been thrown away. But God had now had brought him back in. He had basically got to see a man or the father uh, through a man to accept him as he is and to be able to help him walk out of his demonic room that he had been trapped in into his mind. And I almost started weeping and she said, do you mind if the young boy comes over here? I said, absolutely not. And he was standing in a distance looking to see, you know, you can tell that the boy was wanting to, to come over. And uh, you'll have to excuse me. I, I get a, a, sometimes uh, when I start talking about these testimonies of God stories, uh, I go back, God allows me to go back and look at the faces and, and, uh, the face that was on this young boy was just, he, his face was white as snow. Uh, he had hope in his eyes and he walked up to me and, and he could, he could speak English, but it was broken and, uh, wasn't kind of like ours, but he could speak English well, uh, but I, I I looked at him and he was smiling and the grandmother backed off and uh, I said, son, did you understand what I was saying? He said, yes, sir. I said, so you understand that where your room is and the things that you have in your room? He said, yes, sir. I said, now everything that I shared about the way that you see things, you get pictures and so forth that have come to you that are, haven't been right. Is that true? He said, yes, sir. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you today, you've heard the voice of God. And that's the type of nature, uh, that it, that comes when he talks to you, it leads you out of something into something wonderful. It'll lead you out of something dark into something wonderful and light. And I started describing to him the nature of the voice of God. And this boy was just getting it, you know? And I started saying that the voice of God has love on it. The voice of God has truth on it. And it sets people free as it did with you because you're free now. And he's smiling. He said, yes, sir. And I said, well, let me give you a scripture. Now, this is when the God story kicked in because God used to do this all the time through his son, Jesus. The Holy Spirit would move through him like this because Jesus would speak a word, but then a lot of times there would be a manifestation to confirm the word, a supernatural manifestation. And I said, uh, so I said, uh, son, do you have a Bible? He said, yes, sir. And he took his Bible out of his back pocket. And it was one of those little pocket Bibles, y'all, that, that uh, was brand new. You know, you could tell the kid, someone either bought it for him or something, and, you know, it never been open. You can tell, you know, how a Bible will just close immediately. I said, let me, I want you to find, I want you to open that Bible and I want you to find Galatians 5 
because this fruit of the spirit is then Galatians 5, and that's the type of fruit that the voice of God will have. That's the kind of nature that the voice of God will have when he speaks to you so that you will know that it is God speaking to you. You can always look at Galatians 5 and look at the nature of the way it's speaking to you. And he got all, you know, bug-eyed and got got so happy, you know, about it. And, and you got to understand, this boy was so mean and so rebellious and demonized when I looked at him to begin with. Now he went from this to actually just smiling and wanting to learn. That'll tell you something again about the voice of God. When it hits somebody, it makes them want to learn and understand God instead of trying to find any other answers. I love that about the voice of God. It will make you want to learn from Jesus. It's amazing. You, you'll find yourself wanting to find God instead of find answers because, you know, God's the answer to everything. And, uh, and so the strangest thing about this is that he went to... He went to open the Bible. I'm standing there with him. And it's a brand new Bible. And he pops the Bible open. He just pops it open because the pages, Todd's on here. He was there. Uh, Todd Shockley, hey buddy. But this young boy just popped the, popped the Bible open just like this. I mean, just like I'm opening this thing right here. It was amazing. Like this thing right here. Things of the Spirit. There you go. Okay. So, I, this is about a 1930 book. <laughs> I'll read old stuff of guys that really walk with God. And so, uh, he takes this book and he just goes like this. And when he went like this, because the boy didn't understand. I, I told him, you know where Galatians, I asked him, do you know where Galatians 5 is? And he said, no, sir. I said, you'll probably have to go in the index to where I look, but I want you to look for it, okay? He said, yes, sir. And he pops the thing open, and guess where it fell on? <laughs> Galatians 5, a brand new Bible. I can't tell you how wonderful that was. When he opened that Bible... And our, both of our eyes dropped down and looked. We looked at it, and we both looked up at each other, and I started tearing up. He just looked at me like, oh, my God. It's like he was aware that God was around us and that God had helped him move his fingers where he needed to go. <laughs> And when he, and he looked at it and he started tearing it up, I started tearing up and I, I mean, I yelled out. I looked at the, I looked at the pastor, Mr. Uh, uh, pastor Bush and I, and I said, you got to get over here. And we're sitting there smiling and he goes, what, what is it? And I said, I told him what had just happened. And I said, this boy, I told him Galatians five and this boy just opened the Bible and here we are, and the boy's just sitting there. He doesn't even know what to say. And he's just sitting there smiling, and I'm sitting there smiling, and Pastor Bush is just sitting there laughing his head off, and, and uh, we're all laughing knowing that God is leading this young boy into a place that no one else can go. 
It's such supernatural. The, man, the Spirit of God was on this boy in such a way that he wasn't going to be snatched out of the Father's hands at all. The Father's hands was on him, leading him into all this truth. And, and Pastor Bush walked off, and, and I just hugged this boy because it, 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 uh, it gave me such hope that God wanted to, God was so desperate and God was so uh, passionate for one man, for one young boy that didn't even know how to open Bible, didn't even know where the scripture was, that he was willing to help him, to use his fingers, to use his eyes to gaze on Galatians 5, to put his fingers on the on the many page, the, the small page, those molecule type little thin pages. And he opened it up for, to that place. That's one in a million. And I just walked away thinking, man, if I can just obey the Lord as this young boy is doing. If I can just do what he tells me, maybe he could lead me out of my rooms that I've been trapped in. Those certain strongholds that I have in my life. Maybe if I listen to the voice of God even more, maybe he'll lead me out and, and lead my hands to certain scripture to confirm what he's doing. Because sometimes when God's doing stuff in us, we don't actually know. But if we obey what he's doing... He could just take over. And uh, that was the wonder. That was the sign and wonder for this young boy. And man, I, I, we, we were telling all kinds of folks. We were telling folks, told the grandmother. Everybody started getting excited because the hand of God was on this boy that everybody, you know, considered a throwaway or demonized and nobody wanted him. And... Uh, of course, the grandmother said, man, this is so God, you know, there are things in his room. We're going to take it out, you know, because she was saying that, you know, he was part of witchcraft with his, the folks before. and Everybody was excited. You see, Jesus always, he will confirm his word. I don't care what it is. God will confirm his word on the earth. He may speak it in the spirit and you get, and you, and you get, your spirit jumps there are a lot of times he will be so happy to show you that he's confirmed his word on earth that he will do something in the earthly realm to confirm it so that your faith will be strong with him. He wants a companion. He'll go nuts over us to help us. And uh, there were several times that this happened. And you know, I was just reading one, you know, uh, out of Matthew uh, 17, verse 24, it says, When they had come to Capernaum, those who received the temple tax came to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay the temple tax? And he said, Yes. And when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him, saying, What do you think, Simon? From whom do the kings of the earth take custom or taxes? From their sons or from strangers? And Peter said to him, Strangers. And Jesus said to him, then the sons are free. Nevertheless, lest we offend them, go to the sea, cast in a hook and take the fish 
that comes up first. And when, and when you have opened its mouth, you will find a piece of money and take, take that and give it to them for me and you. <clears throat> of course, after that little message showing that the sons of, uh, of the kingdom are free, God, he, Peter goes out there and he's doing exactly what the voice of God tells him, which causes the manifestation of the voice of God to appear out of the, out of the fish's mouth, which is the, the, the tax, the money, the piece of money for the taxes. Isn't that amazing? In other words, if you listen to God's voice, he will supply every need in your life because the sons are free. I love this. It's awesome. There's such a thing about the voice of God here. It's unreal. But when he listened to the voice, the voice provided. And it provided supernaturally instead of through, you know, human reasoning and all the things that we sweat over. But I love this about God as well. Is that even though he's saying the sons of God are free, he's God, God, through his son Jesus, the Father and Jesus, humbled themselves to the rules and the laws of this earth and still paid taxes through a supernatural source. That's awesome. God was such a, a gentleman, which is he still is now because the Bible says we must heed to the laws of this earth uh, because he has set them on the earth as well. And he's allowed these men to be on the earth as rulers and consider them as the of the Lord talks about it in Romans that even God himself is saying we're free but we still have to humble ourselves and and abide by the law of the earth as I abide by the law of the spirit and so he uses the spirit to abide by the law create create wealth on the earth to actually submit himself to the law and pay taxes. What does that say? Man, that shows God's love for mankind. That even God from heaven, from heaven, would pay taxes to people just so that they could see his love for them. <laughs> that is unreal. That is so unreal. And can you imagine can you imagine following Peter and seeing if this is really going to happen because you're trying to analyze if they're paying taxes or not? He throws the thing out there and reels it in and God pays the taxes. Man, they, I'm sure people were crying, probably falling on their knees and, and saying, forgive me, Lord, for, for uh, you know, accusing you. And, you know, I can't imagine what was going on after the, he took that money out of the fish. But the love of God brought them in saying, oh my Lord, this is God, you know. And he created a real sign after his message. Man, that's, that's what we need. We need that type of voice. We need that type of love, not only for God, but for people as well. And I really felt when I was talking to this young man, it wasn't me. It was the love of God in me that rose up and caused me to be my true real self to actually help him. And 
God delivered him through this old earthen vessel. But at the same time, while this was going on, by me listening to the voice of God that was speaking to me to speak to him, it was leading me out of certain strongholds and rules and all these things that I have that is wrong in my mind out as well. And I came as, became as much joyful as he was. The reason I was getting so happy, I didn't realize it, is because I, my, my obedience of listening to the Lord's voice to help this young man, it was leading me out of certain strongholds and rooms. And it caused me to enter into a place of joy and wonderfulness. That's why we get happy when we're ministering to people because it's not just delivering them, but it's delivering us and we don't even realize it. And we get so happy and excited because we have just gotten free. <laughs> oh, it's, it's amazing. I've totally, uh, I've totally just hooked on this thing, hooked on the Lord. But uh, we've got we to gotta go after it. We got to keep going after him. This young boy is, this story of this young boy is such a message. It's a message to God. It's a message of God. Could it be that even the young boy was allowed to be there to set me free? You ever think about that? Because there are certain strongholds that, you know, you're not aware of. That God wants to free us and sometimes he will allow a scenario to happen for not only that person, but that person sometimes was sent to help you get free. And I see it that way. That young boy didn't come to get free by the minister. This young boy was even drawn to that young boy to get free of certain things in his mind as well. And it made me a young boy again. It made me happy again. It made me joyful. I got my, got my love back. And we both kissed the sun. Man, what a day. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. But uh, keep going after Jesus. Keep, uh, thank you guys for writing in. There's more people writing in, uh, to these God stories, especially on, on YouTube guys. Thank you so much for writing in and, and share these videos if you can. Uh, cause some, for some reason, and I'm not saying share them because I, I want our ministry to be popular. I mean, if a lot of people that know me, I could care less about that stuff. Uh, I'm not much of an advertiser. It's taking everything I can just to be on here, you know. But uh, but I've, I'm starting to realize that there's something on these videos that's freeing people. We have had so many people that have been uh, freed. Uh, I can't tell you the stories and the and some of the answers that are coming through the Spirit through these videos to people. I, I read some of these. Uh, these right people that are writing in and it just brings tears to me because uh I thought that this was not going to be anything we I really didn't want to do it I was you know 
I didn't think I needed to share anything. I didn't, I had this attitude that I don't have anything to share. And, but, uh, evidently, you know, God's using them. So, uh, please just, you know, share them if you can, even when they go on YouTube, you know, share them, uh, lead, tell them if people ask questions, tell them to go on our website. There's videos they can click on there to get on the YouTube, the livingvineministries.org or the Facebook living, Facebook living vine or whatever, uh, anything just, you know, to, to spread the spirit of God, to set people free. But, uh, thank you so much for tuning in guys. I, I know if I've taken up some of your time this morning, but, uh, I appreciated you, you hanging in there, but I just pray that the love of God and would, uh, just feel you today, feel us both today to free us out of all of the rooms that we're trapped in certain rooms that we know that we haven't even gone to. We've kind of put it aside because we know, man, that's a place I don't want to go, but ask the spirit of God to lead you out of those rooms that you've kind of packed away, you know, and didn't want to even deal with it. You'll be surprised how he will do it. It's amazing how he will use life as, as the blueprint to try to set you free out of these rooms. He'll lead you into God. It says he will lead you. Holy spirit will lead you into all truth. In other words, he will lead you into complete freedom. So, uh, <clears throat> we love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'm sorry. I was so serious, but, uh, man, when I get to talking about these things, there's something that comes in this room every time. And I, I never want to leave this office because it's so powerful. I can't tell you the presence that's in this, in this office of mine. I'm still overwhelmed how God uses an old earthen vessel to share his presence, to speak his presence. I'm just still amazed that still fat and it still causes me to wonder of how God would use an old earthen vessel like me or like anyone else. It's just amazing how God still uses man to bring his presence just as he did his son. So, so Lord, I just pray that we would all get closer to you and you would, you would lead us out of our rooms. You would lead us like this young boy and like you did this young boy, that you would lead me and lead us out of our, our rooms that we've been in torment with and the strongholds that are, that have, that have not bared fruit, these strongholds that we have, these certain things that we believe in that have brought hardship in our lives. There's no fruit in it. There's no Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit, Lord. It's the fruit of the flesh and it's the fruit of the enemy. But I ask that you would free us and lead us out of these places and deliver us of all strongholds, Lord Jesus, that are keeping us in bondage in certain dimensions of the realm of the spirit. But I ask that you would take us to those places that you said, I go before you and make places for you. You said you'd do that, that you go before us and make a place for us. And I ask Lord that you would take us into those places that you've made for us. Take us out of the places where the enemy is, that the enemy has made for us and our, and the strongholds of our mind into the realms 
of the places of the strongholds of God. Let God be our stronghold in our mind. Let us have a stronghold in our mind that is God. I ask that, Lord, invade us as you did me during that time and freed me and as you did that young boy and freed him so that we could kiss you together. Do that with us and those that are watching. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would come right now to everybody that's watching. Come upon them. Give them this presence that's in this room right now. Let, it, let them feel your presence and let them draw them out by your love and by your voice in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Man, if, if some of you can feel what's in here, I know you're getting, I know you're getting something. <laughs> so blessings on you and thanks for tuning in to the God stories. Uh, I'm headed up to Virginia, uh, Thursday and then, uh, going to be up there. It's on our website, uh, livingvineministries.org at Pioneer Church. And then, uh, we'll be at Mount Airy at, uh, Firehouse Church on Sunday morning. But uh, we love you guys. Bless you. Thank you, for Scott, for tuning in. Kyle and all those guys that are Rhonda, Linda, and all those guys. Thank you. AJ, I saw you come on here. Thank you. Bless you guys. Su support us if you can by, through your prayers. Keep us in your mind as I keep my mind on, on the things that God gives me for you guys and praying for you guys. We love you. Sincerely love you and pray for our school. We're having in July. It's going to be awesome. We're going to I'm sure we're going to come away with a lot of God stories in July. <laughs> so love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye bye.